Hello and welcome. You're listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. So glad that you could join us for another segment. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Mr. Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO of Acarius Surgical. It's a company backed by Bill Gates and Vinod Khosla. Uh, he's joining us to talk about the company's fantastic Voyage-inspired surgical robot that uses immersive reality to guide today's surgeons inside the body with new groundbreaking technology. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Adam Sachs, and thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Well, give our audience a little bit of your uh, professional background and, and talk about how you ended up founding Vicarious Surgical, if you would. Of course. So uh, I, I'm an engineer and roboticist by training. Uh, I studied at MIT, uh, where you know it's not just robotics, but also focused on biomedical engineering. It's the uh, same as uh, my co-founder, Sammy Khalifa, studying exactly the same thing. We actually met when we were in college, uh, we were roommates. It was very much the uh, the classic, classic, almost cliche story there. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of us went to work for Apple for a little while after, but you know we pretty quickly decided to leave and pursue our vision in uh, in in medical devices and surgical robotics and start this company. Uh, it's really inspired by, as, as you mentioned, the movie Fantastic Voyage. Uh, and uh, also a lot of input from our third co-founder, Dr. Barry Green, who's an experienced laparoscopic general surgeon, uh, who was really talking to us about the challenges and frustrations of teaching you know, brilliant young residents this complex laparoscopic technique that challenges their abilities in hand-eye coordination. So we, we really believed with modern technology, uh, we could achieve that fantastic voyage and shrink the surgeon down and place them inside of the abdomen. And uh, that's what we've been able to do. Do you think that robotic surgery is the future of healthcare? And if so, why and what are the benefits? Uh, 100%. I, you know, I, I do believe that robotic surgery is the, the future of at least surgery. I might not say so broadly as the future of healthcare, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, uh, it, it has a, a ton of benefits, not just for the patient, but also for the provider and for, for the hospital and payers as well. So uh, the main benefits of robotic surgery come down to the ability to do techniques that are incredibly challenging with minimally invasive tools, with manual minimally invasive tools in a way that's easier and with our technology can be faster uh, as well. So we allow, for example, uh, surgeons, and and we've designed our system to allow surgeons to perform advanced abdominal wall repairs uh, in a a time similar to a simple hernia repair, an eye palm, for example, uh, all with, you know, the the outcomes that that leads to, uh, uh, all through a single 15-millimeter incision. Now. Obviously, you're not the first to embark on robotic surgery, even minimized robotic surgery. What is it new and, and different about your particular technology in, in your platforms? So we've invented a, a new way of actuating these surgical robots. So with legacy technology, they, they have what's called coupled motion in robotics. Essentially, each of the joints is linked to the other joints. And that's what leads to cable failures, what leads to having only a wrist inside the abdomen. Uh, And other single port technologies are built on flexible robotics, Mm -hmm. which has both too low force, ironically insufficiently flexible. We've figured out a way to fully decouple that motion. It allows us to have a total of nine degrees of freedom, the full wrists, elbows, and shoulders all Mm -hmm. inside of the abdominal cavity. 
all through a single 15 millimeter incision. We couple it with VR and really make the surgeon feel like they've been shrunk down and beamed inside of their patient. I do understand that vicarious uh, surgery, surgical, is about to go public. I- explain the reason for going public and how is this going to benefit the company, especially at this particular time? So, I, I mean, there, there are a lot of reasons that we're going public, but I think that the biggest is, frankly, conversations like this one, the ability to tell the community uh, that, that we're, you know, within all about what we're doing. We're coming out of stealth mode after seven years mm-hmm. and sharing publicly everything that we're working on. Uh, and that's, I think, incredibly powerful for the ability to build partnerships, relationships with clinicians and hospitals that help us better design a system that will be perfect to meet their needs and to be able to recruit it. We're growing our team you know, far, far beyond what we are today to many hundreds of people. Uh, and of course, finally, it allows us to have access to public market capital and bring in the, you know, we'll be bringing in uh, pro forma about 460 million with this transaction, which really gives us the fuel that we need uh, in in order to to develop, get FDA clearance, and launch our our first commercial product. Speak briefly, if you would, to what it means for surgeons who are already versed in robotic surgery dealing with this new technology. And what about surgeons who aren't versed in robotic surgery at all? I mean, what's going to be expected of them in order to be successful in the operating room? Uh, so I, I love this question because it, it really gets to the core of why we design this system. Uh, with legacy systems, the primary motion is actually generated by pivoting about the abdominal wall. So if you, if you think about the way these legacy surgical robots work, uh, it's a wrist on the end of a, a stick, and that stick pivots with four degrees of freedom around the abdominal wall. So what that means is that the kinematic profile, the motion profile of the robot actually depends on, on where the surgeon makes the incision and where they want to operate. Our system goes entirely in through one 15-millimeter incision. Uh, it's designed then once it's inside to mimic open surgery, the technique that every surgeon has already uh, already used, is already familiar with, and already mastered. And with, with this, we're, we're confident that you know, our technology will be easy to adopt and easy to learn for uh, all surgeons, both those who are excellent already in robotic surgery and those who, who have, have never used it. You know, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic has ushered in a, a, an absolute boom in uh, telehealth and remote care. Is our surgical procedures, you know, being done remotely? Is that part of the future? Is that going to be something that uh, Vicarious is going to be on the cutting edge of? So uh, absolutely yes to the last part of that question. Um, but I, I'd say it depends on what you define as, as rem- frankly, remote and surgical procedures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that at the end of the day, there are a lot of challenges with true remote surgery, true telesurgery. I should note that our system is actually capable of this today, but we've built out that capability for remote proctoring, remote precepting, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the ability for somebody to connect and, frankly, get remote live training and assistance during a case rather than flying out to a facility. There's still, frankly, a lot of regulatory questions around this as as well as, as frankly, for, for your audience, there are some payment questions for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, we really believe the value in being able to have somebody who's familiar with the open technique learn advanced 
in minimally invasive robotic surgery uh, using our device with somebody uh, who, who is remote guiding them through the procedure and teaching them is incredibly valuable. In fact, too valuable for it to not happen. Give us a website where our listeners can go and learn much more about Vicarious and about the technology that you're developing and testing there. Yes, yeah, uh, our website is is uh, vicariousurgical.com, not not to be confused with vicarious.com. Uh, so I, I'd actually encourage everybody to go check out our website, reach out to us. We're always looking for you know, uh, uh, clinicians to work with and partner with it as we build out the future here. Great, great. And that's Vicarious Surgical, just like it sounds, right? VicariousSurgical.com. Exactly. Two, right. two S's in the middle there. Well, Adam, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for this uh, information and um, good luck with your uh, IPO and um, with the future of Vicarious. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Mr. Adam Sachs, co-founder and CEO of Vicarious Surgical. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 